0: So welcome to episode three of Simonche. Welcome. Do we want to just lead with the Simonche update? Because I think we should.
1: Okay, yeah. This is breaking news. This is all on you because I don't know. I don't know the Simonche update. Okay. Well, after we had already recorded the second episode, um, I was just hanging out at my house, and my friend Instagram messaged me and was like, "I found your guy."
0: <laughs> did this friend know that you had just started
1: a no. podcast that's what's weird about this it was kismet it was is kismet it was you know meant to be yeah because he just sent me that message and then a picture of a guy standing behind a pharmacy desk okay or counter and then is like another picture zoomed in on his name tag and it was it was the same first name too like okay it was his name
0: it was his name it was the full name what about the face did you see the face does it look like the id like it could be the same person
1: okay well this is where i'm (sighs) he says it is i was like i freaked out naturally i started freaking out and running around my house i was by myself and i was like oh my god this is the best thing that's ever happened to me it is this is making my day and then I told him I would look for the ID and, you know, message him with it to confirm. And it took me two days to find wow, it. Wow. Where was I it had...
0: hidden? In your hope chest? Because you hoped to meet him <laughs> one day?
1: Yes. How'd
0: you, <laughs> how'd you know? <laughs> your hope chest is just like two baby dresses and Peter Sim-
1: <laughs> Beep. Simone Shea's, uh work ID. <laughs> oh, well, actually... I think it doesn't matter if you say his full name anymore because um, I went to New Mexico this past weekend and on the way there I was telling my friends about it and you, you know my friend Katie was like can I see his ID I had it and yeah. I was like yeah here you go and then later I was checking Instagram and there's a picture of it and <laughs> that's and amazing now, and now the my friend who sent me the message has like put. The picture of his name tag on Facebook and then someone else found his actual Facebook profile oh, and put shit. it in the comments he is gonna blow up if you I'm sure if you search hashtag Simone che, like not just our podcast will come up it'll be maybe it'll be like the full story so the
0: full yeah yeah
1: so okay so anyways I found the ID and then I sent it and I don't know if it's exactly the same person okay because the pharmacy guy his face he's looking down at his phone in the picture and on the id it's like his face full yeah. on and so you can't exactly tell yeah i'm getting a lot of like this is simone chase okay a lot so. of people
0: are saying that Although, sometimes people look alike, and I feel like with men, it's harder to tell them apart than yeah. women, because the, they, you know, most likely have, like, natural hair color and natural features, so it's, yeah. you're kind of like, I don't know, they all, this is where we find out that I think all men look alike. <laughs> Not racist, marginally sexist. <laughs> yeah. I think all men look alike. So, but everyone is saying that it, it they think it is him.
1: Yeah. Okay, and, but I think what we should do is find. I'll get the information as to where he it works. Okay, and we'll go there together. Just confront him. I told I told them I should just push the ID like towards <laughs> him with my hand together, so he can see Simone <laughs> oh, across my knuckles and just be like, "Um, excuse me is is this your ID?" i found it can you imagine how creepy (laughs) that would be because it makes
0: sense it's just been a funny inside joke with you and your friends for years but if you discovered if you discovered someone out there who had found say your (laughs) high school id and had your name tattooed on their knuckles and then found you at your job insane that's
1: insane that's insane I don't even know why I did it, and I still don't fully understand my own actions, but it's funny. <laughs> like, all I can say is I think it's hilarious, and oh it's. I also acknowledge how it ridiculously insane it is too
0: I but I love it because that just happens in small social circles you latch on to things that don't mean anything and you have it's it's called an inside joke yeah because it's inside and
1: also I have like so many other just terrible tattoos that are dumb that I like um if I had a second chance, maybe I would not have done that.
0: But, like, yeah, it's not I like Simone is your only
1: tattoo. Yeah, if no. it was
0: your only tattoo, that'd be really weird. <laughs> but it's in, it's got, it has, it's amongst friends and, and company, it's fine. Yeah, it's great. So, so, we'll keep you posted on the Simone, as the, as the Simone Shea saga unravels. That was the Simone Che update. I love it. Yeah. So, um, I feel like it's just the universe telling us that we're doing the right thing with this podcast. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really weird because I, occasionally someone on Facebook or Instagram will, you know, comment to another person like Simone Che is yeah. still out there, but it wasn't really like, you know, trending. It wasn't in, trending. It wasn't trending. Amongst your friends. No. Yeah. So it just was strange that it happened. It's a podcast. It's just meant to be. Podcasts yeah. make things happen. Generally,
0: um, they uh, alienate people. I don't know. No one I know listens to my podcasts. A oh, couple, really? Well, a couple people. You do. Um, I have two ex-boyfriends that listen, so that's good for them. I don't know why the fuck, why the fuck you would listen to me podcasting because... It's bad enough being in the same room with me if I'm sucking your dick, but to not, <laughs> to not be getting your dick sucked and still want to hear what I have to say is kind of ridiculous. But that is what it is.
1: That's um, hilarious.
0: So, well,
1: uh, we're on social media now, so... Oh, we are. Do we have... What do we have? We have Instagram. On Instagram, we're a Simone Shea podcast. Yeah. I think pretty much everything is some Simone Shay podcast. Cool. That just seemed easiest, and we don't want to get mixed up with the actual Simonche. Yeah, you know, give him some room.
0: Give him some room to breathe and grow.
1: At yeah. Twitter, we're at Simonche Pod.
0: Oh, Simonche Pod at Twitter. I'll follow us right now. How thrilling this is for our listeners!
1: Um, is the snake eating its own tail? <laughs> <laughs> and on Facebook. Simonche, the podcast. Oh, we're on a page. Fe- we have a page we on Facebook. Page. Yeah. I haven't actually haven't published it, but by the time you're listening to this, I will have finished and excellent. published so
0: excellent. And I am going to build us a website. And this is a thought that I actually had. Because uh, one of my roommates works for a local internet hosting company and could get me a discount on a webpage. However, I feel like I should build our site with Squarespace because I'm dreaming big and Squarespace... Sponsors a lot of podcasts.
1: One day, baby. Yeah.
0: So I feel like I should use Squarespace to build our website. That way we can, when they sponsor us, we already have to, we don't have to move our site. Right. We can already say, and our site, you can visit our site. It's a Squarespace page. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. (laughs)
1: Yeah, not to give them too much more free advertising. Well, but I have my wedding uh, website through Squarespace. You do? Yeah, so? it was really easy to use. It was just—they're easy to use drag not, and drop tools. They're not lying. They're not. I also do have a website through Wix, which I feel like everyone's like, "What the, what the fuck is Wix?" Wix is actually not the best because it uses Flash, which loads slow on some devices. I just like it. it's so easy to like, build a Wix It page. doesn't look good probably on a lot of things yeah with a flash but it's so ridiculously Wait. easy can everyone just go back to flash
0: yeah if the, it looks great on a desktop visit yeah. my website but only from your desktop to computer which a lot of people don't have which is so weird to me but I guess like I do digital media and I've had friends come over to use my computer for help building a resume because they don't have a computer or a word processing. They just have their
1: phone. Yeah. They, every, a well, lot of people just have their phones now. I'm totally guilty of sitting on my couch, doing something on my phone. That would be so much easier on my computer directly behind me oh, on yeah. my desk, mm-hmm.
0: but and you're then, not going to sit up to do it.
1: Yeah. I'm just laying on my couch, like going through tiny, tiny uh, screen.
0: I've, I've done the exact same thing where I'm like, why am I booking a hotel yes. or whatever on my phone when the computer is right there? Yeah. But you'd have to get up to go use it.
1: We're lazy.
0: Um, I when I lived with someone a million years ago, I once masturbated even though he was in he was right next door in the other room. And then when he was like, "What have you been up to?" Uh, I was like, "Oh, I was just beating off." He's like, "Why didn't you come get me? You didn't even ask me if I wanted to be involved in that. You just were next door." And I, I said, "I just figured you were busy. I just I don't know." Yeah,
1: <laughs> were um, you guys having like a, liais- a liaison? What do you mean? Like, were you sleeping with each other? Yeah, no, we... were li- roommates?
0: No, we lived together. We were dating when I moved in. Oh. We just had... We had a master bedroom and okay. a guest room. And so the guest room was kind of my room. It's where my wardrobe was and we had a futon in there. And the master bedroom had a bigger bed and then his closet. Mm. So often he'd be working on his art in his room and I'd be in my room. Um, yeah, that no, it'd be it, if I had a roommate and if my roommate asked, What were you doing? and I said, Masturbating already, that's weird. <laughs> but if they then said, Why didn't you come get me and ask if I wanted to be involved? I would say, This is a very uncomfortable living situation.
1: That's why I was like, I need to know the details. Oh, yeah, no, it was my boyfriend. Okay, it was my boyfriend. If it was, yeah, if it was a roommate, makes, it's better, yeah. Yes. Who knows? Who knows what you're into? Also, it Who would just... Who knows what your roommate's into?
0: I We all know what my roommate's into. And that's smelling my fingers after yeah. I've masturbated. <laughs> um, Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh,
1: I had someone do that to me one time. Ask you to smell their fingers? No, they smelled, like, my fingers after... <laughs> after. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I need you... They... <laughs> Okay, here's what happened. Okay, yeah, please For real. Start. Okay. Are you ready for the truth? Yes, I need the full, honest truth. I'm going to be real with you now. Be really real with me. This is when I was, like, I living in my first apartment. Okay. My first boyfriend in your own apartment. Mm-hmm. You're naturally going to have sex all the time. Yeah. And then my roommate um, started dating my boyfriend's friend, mm-hmm. and we were all... In our apartment, having sex in separate rooms yep. all night. Mm-hmm. And then they came into our room afterwards, and his friend went up to my boyfriend and grabbed his fingers and, like, smelled them. Ew! <laughs> and then he just, like... Ew. And then he went, mmm, butterscotch. Like, in Kids, you know? <laughs> no, I don't remember
0: that line in Kids, but I'll believe you, because that just sounds a nice like a line kids from Kids
1: reference. <laughs> Yeah, he... I feel like it was at the time when we had prop that movie was probably more relevant in our lives. Yeah, and you've but, been watching it a lot. Yeah, and... yeah, because I was like, night ni- 19, but <laughs> mm, I'm butterscotch. I was just like, I'm disgusted. That's so upsetting. I'm disgusted with you. I'm disgusted with myself. Yes, I would be
0: so get fucking... out of my house. Yeah, if I found myself in a situation where someone was smelling my lover's fingers after sex, I would feel so violated. It's violating, right? Yeah, because you're like, that's my pussy smell that I only
1: chose to share with him. <laughs> I like how I just keep coming back with, like, these horrible sex stories. In the first episode, I'm like, I don't know sex could be pleasurable. <laughs> I didn't know sex could be pleasurable
0: until I turned 28. <laughs> I And I'm only 27. That's the weirdest (laughs) part. But I'm hoping next Uh, year I find out that sex is pleasurable. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Oh my God. I mean, I'm sure I've had
1: (laughs) stories like that. Yeah,
0: we all do. I mean, I guess. I'm
1: just bonding with the people out there. You're bonding with the people over horrific... There's a there's got to be other people who just have these weird sex lives.
0: I mean, I'm sure I've ha- Listen, I've had some weird things happen.
1: <laughs> I've had some weird things happen, but I'm just glad, you know, you live, you, you learn. learn. Now I'm getting married and guess what, everyone? My sex life's it's great. It's so, normal. This it's- is you know this whatever. is the hero's journey. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is exactly what Joseph Campbell was talking about when he discussed the hero's journey was this. I'm like Dante, yeah. I went through all the levels of hell. I I went through the inferno mm-hmm. and now I've come out the other side. And meanwhile,
0: I'm like Sisyphus and I'm just rolling that rock <laughs> up the hill you know. for eternity. <laughs> I told someone recently that um <laughs> that like the weirdest thing is I know I'm a logical person. I'm a, I'm a logical person. I have strong feelings, but I'm able to understand the logic and reason of situations above my own emotions. But I know that most straight men are garbage. I know this. But yet I have a drive and a desire to have one. Yeah. And I said, digging through, like, trying to find that needle in the haystack, it's just really stirring up my allergies. (laughs) I love that analogy. It really is. Yeah, I just, there's Benadryl and Claritin and Allegra and Flonase, and I am digging through that hay to find that needle. It's a goddamn hayride. (laughs) And they always take you on those when you grow up in the Midwest in the fall. It's always like, let's go for a hayride and we'll feed you cider. But they just drop you off at home super itchy. (laughs) Aw. It's really... That's that's, That's dating. That's dating for me. That is dating. So, I don't know. What do you... No successful dates lately? I mean, I went on a date last week. Yeah. We went mini golfing. You're like, I went. (laughs) I went... Yeah, keep the hope alive. I don't know. I don't fucking know what to say. I don't, yeah, I don't fucking know what to say. Honestly, here's what here's what I've, I've learned, is that I really want to have a monogamous sexual partnership with someone who is also a creative partner. However, those things might be mutually exclusive because most people who are creative in the ways that I am are not functional human beings that I want to be in a relationship with. So if I... If I hold out to find someone who is both create, active creatively and also a functional human being who can take care of their own goddamn life, I might be waiting until I die. And so I probably should pick one or the other. Um, my one friend who's in a very successful marriage says his, his wife isn't creative, but she understands that he needs to be. And so she allows him the time and the space to go out and do his projects. And he's actually, like, they were married for five years, and he wasn't an artist for the first five years they were married. They'd been together for eight years at this point, and he told her, I think I want to take an acting class. And rather than say, that's stupid, I don't want you gone two nights a week, why are you going to spend $300 a month going to acting classes, that's stupid, which... Most people I know would say that to their significant other. Right. Which is part of why I don't have hope for relationships. Oh, no. Yeah, um, that's mean. But she said, absolutely, I respect that. And when he wanted to make a short film, rather than say, why are you going to spend a couple thousand dollars making a stupid short film, she understood that even though that wasn't her bag, it was important for him and uh, and who he is, and just said take the time, the space, the money, because that's matters for you and your development as a human being. And so maybe that's what I need is I don't – they don't have to be a creative person to understand me. They just need to respect that that is what I'm going to do. And rather than get jealous that I'm spending time working with um, my partners on projects because in my understanding – Of past relationships and relationships I've seen, they get jealous of each other. Mm -hmm. Why are you spending time? Well, if I could easily see a boyfriend, because most of my partners are men, I could easily see a boyfriend going, why are you spending, why are you getting up early and spending the whole day with this other guy? Rather than say, oh, you're working on something with them that I'm not capable of being a part of, I respect that. So... Yeah. So I don't know. So I, I lately have been thinking like maybe I do just get a real steady Eddie as long as they respect me enough to allow me my creative pursuits. If They don't have to be on board with me. They just need to not hold me back.
1: Right. So that's kind of given me maybe hope. Yeah. I, I feel like you already have half the problem solved by admitting that truth and realizing it. I just that... hate truth. <laughs> I hate truth.
0: I'm sorry. It's I love bread. <laughs> hate truth. I love bread.
1: <laughs> Fuck, I love Oprah, man. <laughs> uh, she's everything. She's, maybe I just need to get into Oprah. Listen to Oprah. Yeah. Soul Sundays. Anyways, yeah. um, what I was going to say is, you know, you already have half the problem solved, I feel, mm-hmm. by just having this realization. Because I agree, like, if you say, I only want This, this, and this. Like, you're putting yourself in a box, Mm -hmm. and you're not going to find that person, Mm -hmm. most likely, Mm -hmm. uh, for a very long time. And you might pass up someone who would be really cool and really good for you, but Uh you're just, like, not willing when you, you know, have specifications. Yeah, which,
0: because I I think back on relationships that I ended that were healthy, but I left because I was bored. Right. And I'm, I was like, well, maybe if I had other... arts,
1: art. Person. Yeah, if I had
0: an art partner, I wouldn't be because it is ridiculous to expect to get everything from one human being. Right, that's ridiculous. I
1: feel like it also in relationships you partly you like can't depend on the other person to entertain you and to make you yes. happy. Yes, like you have to make yourself happy mm-hmm. and find your own, you know, creativity and projects and all that. When I first started dating Deacon. I was really jealous of him because he was in a band touring all the time and he was living his life the way he wanted to. And I wasn't doing that with myself. Uh And instead of figuring out what I wanted, I put that on him and was like, why can't I have your life? Yeah. Why can't I do what you're doing? Like, make me a part of your group somehow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have any musical talent, but do something. Do something! <laughs> you know? Yeah, can you create magic in Make my life? Make me happy! Yeah. And, and then I realized going through a lot of time and going through a lot of shit that I had to do it myself. Yeah. And then that's why, you know, go to school and all that bullshit. Do whatever you do. But, long story short, like, yeah, open up, maybe date some squares and all kinds of different people. And I think it's more just about finding someone that you have fun just doing nothing with and that you can have good conversations but also be silent with mm-hmm. and have good chemistry. Yeah. And it's not really about, like, are they going to fulfill this box and this, 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 you know? Yeah. It's like about just, can I be with this person on a day-to-day basis and not get annoyed as fuck? I don't know if that's possible <laughs> for me with anybody. Yeah.
0: Well... I mean, I just went on a trip with uh, Jessica, and that was great, but I can't marry her because we're both heterosexual.
1: Yeah. You can be... I'm sure you might find someone, though, like... You could be like Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter. Is that her name? Yeah. And just um, live in separate houses. That's my dream marriage. I met a a couple weeks ago who they'd been together 27 years, and they lived separately. Yeah. I mean, they got divorced or separated they did yeah but I partly I feel like it might have been because they moved in together oh they did yeah and then that happened kind of shortly Shortly thereafter
0: yeah I mean that makes sense Mm -hmm. I really I would yeah there's got to be someone out there who will allow me the silence because even though I can be a lot and a chatty Kathy for bursts when I'm around people i'm I generally require a lot of silence, and so, yeah, um, out of all the trips that I've taken with different people, I always say the good ones are the ones where they can be quiet in the car ride or um this most recent trip after a day of like visiting national parks and hiking and just being exhausted. And it was a great day, but when we got back to the hotel room, I couldn't form words at all. Yeah. And it was really nice to be sharing a hotel room with someone, and we went hours without talking.
1: hmm And that was really nice to be, like,
0: totally comfortable in that space.
1: Yeah. There is something really nice about that. And yeah. it doesn't feel awkward.
0: Yeah. I hate when you feel like you constantly need to be filling dead air. Um, or the, or the other person generally feels like they need to fill that. Um, cause I don't, I'm so comfortable with
1: silence. Me but too. I love it. So I mean, that's... I like talking, but I'm also a solitary person. Mm-hmm. So I I need my, I think I could never live in a house with another person without an extra bedroom because yes. I just need a room to go to, to like be alone
0: that was the... I mean, among other things, mainly that we were just in our early 20s and you can't be with the same person from 21 for the rest of your life, but that was the downfall in my one uh, cohabitory relationship is we lived with separate bedrooms and then we moved to New York together and it was us, everything we owned, and my two dogs in a, like 8 by 10 bedroom and it was just too much. Sounds
1: like a nightmare. It was a
0: nightmare because... I just, I was annoyed at the way his jaw clicked when he ate. And
1: suddenly everything everything you liked about him is just so annoying. So annoying.
0: And I just was like, God, that's so loud. And he's like, do you think that it's any better for me? If it's that loud outside of my head, how loud do you think it is inside of my head? But I have TMJ. I can't do anything about it. (laughs) That's so sad. Like, God, can you just put on like music or something when you eat? It's like. (laughs) so terrible, but, um, yeah, that was the downfall. I don't think that, I don't think that it's right. I also think it's important for like, okay, if you live with somebody, you're both going to get gas at some point, and I think it's really important to have a separate bedroom so you can be like, I'm gassy, I'm going to go sleep in the guest room. No, I, it's not good. You just fart on them. Yeah, it's not good for your relationship to be carried up in bed. What? (laughs) You should. Fart on them? Yeah.
1: What? (laughs) What? I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it brings you closer
0: together. Can that be a poll? Can we post this as a poll on our social media? How do you feel about farting in bed with your partner? What do you do if you have gas? Like, how do you handle that situation? <laughs> because I think the appropriate response is, I'm going to sleep on the couch or in the guest room because
1: I need to be ripping them. I'm definitely not leaving the bedroom. What? <laughs> no. I usually don't even, like... I don't know. I feel like this isn't really an issue for me, but I feel like maybe I fart in my sleep. And oh, I, I don't know, know I it. do. If I do it in my sleep, you better be
0: asleep, too. We're just both sleeping and farting. That's fine. It happens. That's the thing. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not worried, but...
1: Okay, also, I'm not talking about
0: your standard gas, your standard, a little like, you're talking you're about like,
1: maybe you you've might... had
0: Ethiopian food. Okay. Because if I've had Ethiopian food, no. which I love, but I don't eat it unless I'm going to be alone the next like 24 to 48 hours. Cause that is not, that's a lonesome food.
1: <laughs> I say, if you're in a committed relationship, don't leave the bedroom. I can't with that. Just fart on them. I can't with that. Also, isn't it, kind of, isn't it just kind of funny when you let out like a big fart? It then, is funny. Do you, you want like, to know the last oh. <laughs> time that I openly farted in
0: bed with someone? It's uh, got to have been like 5 years.
1: What? Huh? Well, yeah, but no, you've had some some serious ones. Yeah, I was in with one. Then. I've been with
0: uh, one guy for like four. They've all been 3 to 4 years. I've had 3 that were 3 to 4 years in length. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just Okay, like, but then since I've been single since the last one, I dated someone who, like, would never, we never talked about farts or poops or anything, and it took me a while to realize that he would wait till I went to bed to if he had to poop, because I woke up in the middle of the night one time, and he was in the bathroom, I was like, oh, he's in the bathroom, and then I woke up, like, 20 minutes later and had to pee, and then I went in the bathroom, and it was, like, steamy, and I realized he had been waiting... That's the, not good for your body. Well, I know, but I appreciate it about it. And I was like, I kind of... <laughs> I kind of... Dream. Dream. Yeah. So, I it, I felt like it was a lot more magical to not be talking. Your stomach is growling. Is that your stomach?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry.
0: I Don't be sorry. It's your body. It's not like you're farting on my podcast.
1: My stomach wants to have the part of this discussion. Yeah, your, your stomach, so I'll just let them rip. <laughs> Let them rip. Oh. I just okay. I can't handle if your significant other is gonna like fart, fart all the time. But just, once in a while, they're not gonna hold back ever. Okay, that's not okay. Like, have some courtesy. Mm. You know, don't get lazy about it. Yeah. Don't be toot monster all over town. <laughs> okay, I'm renaming this episode toot monster. I forget what I said. I was calling it earlier. I don't know. But it's now called toot monster. <laughs> From two, or two, an island. also as I like to refer to it, Tutti Santi. <laughs> don't be all Tutti Santi. Is <laughs> Which that? is actually a restaurant, but it's just so perfect for farts. It is so perfect for farts. sorry, Sorry, Tutti Santi.
0: Sorry, Tutti
1: Santi. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so don't, if it's all the time, that's just rude. Yeah. And lazy. Okay. But if you're having a bad night, you've gone out, you both had some questionable food, just let it rip and love each other and just go, Oh, babe, you know, we should not have gone to that Ethiopian place tonight. But you know what? I love you. And let's watch a movie. Oh, my God. That smells so bad. Get out. You're so cute. Do that.
0: I mean, I... (laughs) <laughs> when I lived with What's-His-Face, he, for a while, worked at an Indian restaurant and mm-hmm. a pita jungle at the same time, and he was cute enough that I stay, I let him stay in my bed. <laughs> I let him stay in my bed, but I did threaten divorce if he didn't get a new job.
1: <laughs> so,
0: um,
1: I don't know. I, okay. Well, let's put it up on... We'll put it up
0: as a poll. Also, I mean, I obviously prefer to suffer in silence. So. You wouldn't say anything? No, no, no. I mean, I would rather, if I'm like, don't feel good and I'm being gross, mm. I let, I'm like, a, you know how animals, cats will wander off to die alone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> That's what I'm like. That's, so when people perfect. try to take care of me when I'm sick or whatever, I just really want to be alone. I want to be, I want to suffer quietly. It's why uh, my, the last real boyfriend I had, I broke up with because I was really depressed. And I wanted to isolate, and mm-hmm. I just felt like it was easier. After after struggling for a couple months, I just felt it was easier to deal with that alone. I like to suffer alone. Uh, I like to fart alone. <laughs> and
1: I'm going to die alone like a like a feral cat. That sounds like a song. <laughs> a country song? Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, my gosh. What? Speaking of songs. Speaking of songs. Speaking of social media. Yes. I've been getting Female Trouble memories all over my fucking Facebook.
0: Oh, yeah, so we used to be in a band called Female Trouble. There's still the page on Facebook. You can go look at yeah. it. Um, and like it. and you're getting all sorts of memories. Is it a sign that we need to start playing music again?
1: Well, me and Katie were talking. We oh, okay, anytime we get drunk, we talk about yeah. it. But we were talking about it in New Mexico because I went to New Mexico this past weekend. My hometown, Silver City, it was awesome road trip we stayed at this fucking hippie ladies airbnb how was that it was okay the thing is i'll get back to female trouble in a little bit but yeah. whatever we'll put a pin in it who gives a fuck i do everyone does okay well i'll come back to it okay anyways this <laughs> the thing with this lady is her airbnb had a check-in from 11 to 8
0: uh-huh
1: and i was like fuck man you know you don't want to feel rushed yes. when you're traveling. Yes. And then one of the girls going with us couldn't get off work until like 2. Oh. And then that like turned into like 3. And we realized New Mexico is like an hour ahead. So we got there probably around 10, uh-huh. which I was like, you well, know, you know, whatever. Deal with it, lady. Yeah. And she was fine. She was pretty nice about it. But she kept checking in throughout the drive. Oh. Like she'd be like, "How far are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, we're two hours away. Oh, are you in this place now?" Jesus, that's yeah, really annoying are. way to encourage hey, unsafe grandma, driving. Like, I didn't know my grandma was yeah Airbnb.
0: The worst thing you can do is bother someone about that, like the, uh, their status while they're driving, because number one, they're fucking driving, yeah, and number two, stressing them out about the time crunch isn't going to make them drive safer.
1: Right. Yeah, I decided, like, I'm not going to rush because yeah. I'm not going to get an accident. But it was just, I, f- I wish she would have just said, hey, I have limits that are strict and yeah. come back tomorrow yeah. and check in, whatever, rather than, me, me, uh, uh, excuse me, where are you now? Blah. Yeah. Anyways, we get there. And she's pretty nice. She shows us a house. She's staying in a renovated bus in, the, Ooh, in her backyard. I like this lady. Yeah. It turned out pretty good. But the whole point of that is that uh, other than having a good weekend and getting drunk, I talked to Katie about female trouble uh-huh. because our like memories had been popping up of when we first started the band. Uh-huh. And people, let me just tell you, female trouble is hot shit. Yeah, like we were playing shows every night of the week if we wanted to. Yes. We playing all the local bars. It was a fun time. It was a good
0: time in our lives. I also got laid so much from that band.
1: Yeah, that really was when we were just like buck wild drinking heavily yes. all the time. Every yes. show was just a party. Oh, it was good memories. It was good memories. But every time they come up on Facebook, um, if Katie posts a picture or if I do, we always get that question like reunion? Uh-huh. Uh and I shut it down on Facebook. Yeah. Because... You don't want to tease people if it's not going to happen. No. Your roommate told me that he had a show he could put us on that would be perfect. We'd be perfect for... And you're
0: like, we haven't yeah. had a practice in four years.
1: Yeah. I basically just said, female trouble's dead, but we can still enjoy the memories. Yeah. Um, but then I went to New Mexico and Katie's like, man, we could get this shit back together. Yeah, we could. But then... That's when you're drunk, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with female trouble. All I know is that every time we post something, we get new likes on our page yeah. that hasn't been active in uh, like seven years. I mean, here's the
0: deal. I will gladly get female trouble back together just because I have really great outfits that don't belong anywhere except on a stage. Have I gotten better at guitar since we were in a band? No. <laughs> have I gotten better clothes?
1: Yes. So have I gotten better at drums? No. That's but, all.
0: That's all. You've gotten better clothes. Yeah. Katie's gotten great at her instrument. So yeah,
1: Katie's gone really
0: good. That's an option. I also just have men in my life that I can have write guitar parts for me because if you tell me what to play on guitar, I can play it. I just am not gonna. I can't write music. Yeah, That's not a skill that I have or will ever have.
1: I've gotten better at singing because I go to karaoke all the time. There we go. I think. I'm also always drunk when I'm singing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I went to karaoke a few weekends ago and I conquered a fear of mine. What was the fear? I sang I'm the Only One by Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> I think we need to start making this a video podcast. Actually, maybe it'll be a separate well, podcast. I'm the only We're... one.
0: Walk across the path for you. <laughs> yeah, I really just want a podcast. It's just you talking and my face. which is all my reaction shots. I have been, like,
1: surprising you a lot this episode. Oh, this has been a
0: good episode. Uh, this, is, this has been an episode full of gems. So the fear of yours was singing Melissa Etheridge's I'm the only one.
1: Yeah.
0: And it went well.
1: It went as good as could have. Possible. Cool. I mean, I was afraid I was gonna murder it. Yeah. And just be like, oh, I'm the only one. That would be a weird way to sing it. (laughs) That's my style sometimes. Sometimes. Um, instead it was it was pretty good, you know, the crowd you can always tell. They were feeling it. They were getting some claps. Yeah. I was getting some woos when you know you have to really go for it. Uh Uh-huh. So it was good. I I was like, you know what? That's good enough. We can walk back home now.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest story There's ever. Here's that told. drink,
1: babe. I'm done.
0: Yep. We I mic drop and we're going home. Yeah. That's good. That's a good story. Mhm.
1: That's so. Awesome. So now I feel like I could yeah, I could sing in a band now.
0: Okay. Cuz I did that. Yeah. I mean, that's fair.
1: And if I'm going to sing our songs, that's another. Thing. Yeah. When I was in New Mexico, uh-huh. um, I went to celebrate our pending wedding. Yeah. And it's like a bridal party with my family who can't make it. But my cousin's like, okay, we're going to do trivia. And so here's the first question: Who sang "Big Bag of Dicks"? <laughs> they did shoe and deacon themed trivia. Yeah, that's amazing. But I didn't want her to ask that type of question. Yeah. My dad was like. Wait, what? I'm so... Well, I'm confused. What was the question? What... Dicks? What's happening? That's amazing. I turned bright red. I was like... That is amazing. I love it. And we're like, oh, yeah, that was a hit female trouble song. It was a hit song. It's on YouTube.
0: It is on YouTube. It's, uh, there's a animation I did for it up on my Sydney DeLorean YouTube channel.
1: Oh, what is that? Remember I
0: did that I do I did a frame by frame animation. No, I remember
1: the video. I'm just saying like what's your Is it just called Sydney DeLorean? Yeah, it's youtubecom DeLorean. It's where I post
0: all my songs, uh female trouble songs are up there, some of my stupid sketches. Go there, guys. Go there. Go there. Check it out. Subscribe. Subscribe to Sydney DeLorean.
1: That's right. On YouTube. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Well, you know, so those are good memories. Yeah. Maybe we'll get back together. We never know. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. available. Me too. So Katie's busy all the time. I know.
0: She has, like, a husband and a kid and a job and a successful band.
1: Yeah. So she kind of has a She's lot on her plate. ass.
0: Which is great. Taking names. Also, we could be in a band and not take it that seriously. Because we, when we were, it was like, we were having practice at least twice a week and also playing one to two shows a week. And that's a lot it was a lot it was a lot um and ain't nobody got time for that Mm-mm. i everyone has spouses and families and stuff and i mean i'm making a short film yeah so you got frank i have frank and um and a bunch of software programs so my days are full <laughs> my days are really
1: full <laughs> i love that Oh, man. That's my new catchphrase because I notice I say it a lot. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Love it. I love it like a milkshake. Mmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. You know what aren't good memories I'm getting? What? Our San Francisco trip. I think about that trip all the time. That was like the greatest trip ever. Was that trip amazing? Yes, it was. I feel like I'm having a real hard time looking at those Facebook memories right now yeah. because I'm planning a wedding, uh-huh. and I ruined a fucking wedding on that trip. To be
0: fair, fuck those people. Number one, we shouldn't have been invited. Number two, they shouldn't have. Served- I wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story? I we're, we're, we're reminiscing because it's a story we've told so many times, but we haven't told it on the podcast. So do you want to tell the story about ruining oh, man.
1: my friend's wedding? Here's the thing. I feel, I still to this day just have so much guilt but about like, that. Why? I, feel, I just feel like a piece of shit. And I feel like even more so now because I'm gone an entire year through planning a wedding and I'm just like, Wow, this takes a lot of work. I can't imagine what it would have been like to plan a wedding in another state. Yeah. And then some drunk asshole just comes through and ruins my shit. So, <laughs> so I've been having some, uh, some guilt in, about some that. Some inner guilt. About, I've been trying to deal with it. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't feel bad. About I've been that. told since I'm a better person now and mm. that I've, you know, learned from it. and... Yeah. I'm better now. It's it's okay. It is okay. I can let it go. You can let it go. But it, ah, it's hard. So here's what happened.
0: Okay. I lived in New York for four months. There was a lady who lived down the street from me who was friends with me and my friend Jessa. Cut to, I've been back in Phoenix for eight months. This lady from New York is marrying some dude in Northern California that she was set up with. She invites me to the wedding. I'm thinking it must be a really big wedding because we're not that close. So, I, and I say, here's a reason to go to California. So, I road trip up with Shu and our other bandmate, Rochelle.
1: This was female trouble times. This was female trouble times. Prime female trouble times. We pick up
0: uh, some other guy friends of mine from New York on the way. We're all in Los Gatos, California, a small town outside of Santa Cruz, a small woodsy town. Shout out Los Gatos. (laughs) What up, Los Gatos? Shout out to Los Gatos. Hi. Um. So, cut to this lady has like 10 people at her wedding, which is really weird. So, I'm at the reception. I'm drinking. I get a text from Shu, who's also drinking. Shu is wearing jeans that we have cut into shorts with nail clippers at a truck stop. And she hasn't showered in a couple days because she, at this point in her life, she didn't shower on vacation. This is an interesting story about Shu. <laughs> She doesn't shower on vacation, or at least she didn't when she was 23. I Yeah, I don't. So, <laughs> we've learned this. So, Shu, it turns out, is drunk at the local high school and had been
1: watching... Were you watching boys skateboard? Well, I had been drinking all day. <laughs> With our other bandmate, we had just been cruising bars and checking out the small woodsy town of Los Gatos. And... She decided to go get a massage somewhere, and I was like, I'm partying, so I was gonna go back to our hotel bar, and I was cutting through the high school, and these two guys are yelling at these kids who are across the way on a roof, and they are, the kids on the roof are attempting to jump into the pool, and the guys I run, I walk next to are egging them on, mm-hmm. and it looks like they might get hurt if they jump. Yeah. It's really high. Mm-hmm. But I decided to stop and just talk to these two random dudes. Of course,
0: because you're drunk and everyone's your friend.
1: Yeah, I was wasted. And um, I had some cigarettes with them, yelled at the kids with them, and (laughs) continued on my way. I went to the hotel bar. I had some drinks. I ran out of cigarettes. Uh I went back to the gas station. That's where I saw you. Oh yeah, because I'd stepped outside. Yeah, and I you saw me across like the parking lot, and you're um, like "shoo," and I was like, oh, "What the fuck, man? What's going on?" And I said, "Come back into this wedding. <laughs> Come hang out this wedding." So I go to the wedding. I like she said, "I'm Huckle Finn over here." Yeah, yeah. She looks Huckle- like she's, <laughs> Huckleberry, she's Huckleberry Finn. She's the garbage
0: pail <laughs> version of herself, and she gets in a dance off with a twelve year old. <laughs> Of
1: course, why not?
0: Why not? And And she drops her wine glass in the middle of the dance floor, which is a patio, it's outside, but... I try to clean it up, I'm barefoot. She's barefoot, she's cleaning up shards of glass. Everyone's yelling at me. And the bartender gives her another glass of wine. Bad on you, dude. Bad on you. (laughs) Bad on you. And also, what happens was, rather than hire a DJ, they had set up a folding table where the bride... The groom and some other guy had all of their laptops set up and were DJing, mixing between three laptops, their personal laptop computers.
1: Yeah. So... And one of them was projecting pictures of them. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Which happened to be the one I spilled a glass of wine on.
0: Yeah, because she went over to help DJ and she spilled a glass of wine on the bride's computer. To which I said, that's a tomorrow problem because... At that point, I left, yeah, she did, and I told the bride, I said, "I don't want you to worry about it. I know it's your wedding. Just send me a link to whatever it is, and I'll buy you a new one that that's which I think was pretty straightforward. I didn't try to offload the blame.
1: I have also been told that I did do okay because we pitched in together. we went half and bought them a new computer. Yeah, we
0: bought her a new her she sent me a link three days later to the computer. It was like nine hundred dollars and we split the cost of buying her a new computer. I didn't delay, I ordered it the next day and we bought her a new computer.
1: Did I tell you I walked on the way walking home that night to the hotel, I fell asleep on the side of the road. (laughs) I think I forgot that detail
0: that's so bad that's so bad
1: bad. (sighs) i woke up on the side of the road like right next to the hotel oh my god you also threw up in your sleep on that trip yeah oh fuck man internet i'm bearing my soul to you well this fucking judge me we've all made mistakes (sighs) that is bad i i do feel like that trip uh, did help me reel myself in a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> like the lady said, my uncle goes to AA in Los Gatos and he could give you some information about yeah, it. Yeah, the
0: lady did send a very, very, very long <sighs> email about uh, alcoholism.
1: And I was like, worry about yourself, bitch. Here's the other part that I feel almost more guilty about this than the computer. What? Is which I didn't even learn this until recently. I was told that I wrote "female trouble bitches" on their memory log. Did that you? Everyone not, was signing.
0: Did you not know that part of the story?
1: No. I feel
0: like that we did that together. I don't know which one of us wielded the sharpie, but they did have a they had a fancy decorative piece of wood We're such <laughs> with a wire hanger from it. And it had a, a nice, uh, a, with a thin paintbrush, little stick figure versions of the bride and groom riding bicycles on it. And it had their names, and then everyone was supposed to sign it. And Shu and I chose to sign it because we were so full of ourselves and our amazing band, our fantastic band that was totally going to make it. We decided it would be the best idea to write in all caps, FEMALE TROUBLE BITCHES, on their memory log. Just the worst. I mean, here's here's what I think. Is there a silver lining to this story? Well, there is because we're adults now and we don't okay. act like that or drink That's like true. that. But also, she barely knew me. She barely fucking knew me. And so why the fuck did she invite me to her wedding? Why the fuck would she say, "Hey, I don't know you that well. We don't live in the same state and probably will never ever again. Why don't you come to my wedding?" So, maybe maybe you have a little more discretion about who you invite into your life instead of, and she was, there was a big age difference. I feel like she was like 28 or 29 and we were like 23 to 25, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is when you're in your 20s, like early 20s versus late 20s. She had graduated college and then also become a certified yoga instructor and had like, fucking done shit. She was like a CPA and a yoga instructor. I don't know what the fuck her deal was. She
1: was terribly adult. So right. why the fuck are you being friends with these drunk ass kids? Well, yeah. I mean, because I I, I'm, I wasn't her friend, but I will say I was in a shitty place and I probably just... I don't know. I, I don't know how there was any way to avoid it other than not going on that trip, but the rest but of the that trip, trip was, was amazing. Was, the rest of the trip was yeah. fucking amazing. The trip was amazing. Um, But... At that time, too, I had just turned 24. Yeah. I had just gotten out of a really abusive relationship oh. that had gone on and off for years. I had just decided I don't give a fuck about anything except partying. Yeah. And getting drunk and having fun. Which so, is exactly where I was at in life. Yeah. So, like, you know, when you're in that mode and then you're thrown into situations, yeah. you just don't always make the best decisions.
0: One of the times that I had hung out with her in New York was a 4th of July party at a different friend's house where that friend and I got so wasted. We were in our bikinis drawing American flag flying dicks on everybody and we had dicks drawn all over our thighs and we're taking sexy photos together (laughs) while covered in drawings of dicks. And then I had to ride my bike home the next morning. (laughs) <laughs> there was the best walk of shame ever. I was wearing a bikini, gold chains, and just covered in fucking Sharpie dicks in <laughs> the daylight. In the daylight, I had to drive through all of Brooklyn looking uh, like that and go home to my partner and say, "Hey, and he, how was your night last night?" And I'm like, "I had a great time. Look at me, look right. at all these dicks." <laughs> so this woman met that version of me. She knew
1: what she was getting she into inviting you, okay. female trouble well, bitches, <laughs> female trouble bitches. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, I just I'm. I f- I'm feeling guilty because of my own wedding planning. I'm uh, afraid of karma. There's gonna Some be no bad drunk karma. At your bitch wedding. is gonna nope. ruin my nope. wedding. But I'm hoping I've repented enough. You have. I, You've more than made amends. My Catholic guilt is kicking in big time with this one. I'm like hail marrying every night. Oh
0: my god, that's hilarious. Jesus
1: help me. No. Nope. Amen.
0: If you want, I'll drink four loco at your wedding. <laughs> Should I invite, should I invite the guy who was my date to that wedding?
1: No. Oh, uh, Michael? Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Well, I've already had a friend from that time, um, Facebook message me and say, hey, Shu, when's your wedding? I got the RSVP late. And I'm like, I didn't invite you. What? Why are you trying to fuck with me this close to the date? I'm, wait, I'm sorry. You didn't invite them? I invite him, and he just said, hey, uh, when's the wedding? Which I'm like, this message has suspicion written all over it. Why would you ask when the wedding is if you got the RSVP? Because it's on the RSVP. Exactly. Um, so what I'm the gonna fuck I'm going to need you. You, you don't
0: have to say it on air. If you could please text me the name of this person. I will. Because I need to know. That's the weirdest thing. I can't. Here's what's weird to me is I have heard many an instance of people trying to get invited to weddings that have already the guests they've been invited and then they say oh I really want to go to th- your wedding and it's like you weren't invited why the fuck would you want to go to something you're not invited to yeah obviously you weren't part of their plan for their day because it's their day they didn't want you there and maybe it's not because they don't like you maybe they like you a lot but it's a small wedding you aren't on the bill. Why are you inviting yourself to a wedding?
1: Yeah, it's just bizarre because it's like, yeah, we used to be friends, but we don't really talk to each other anymore. Ever, we like each other's shit on Facebook once in a while, but to me, that's not really the type of. You're not going to invite them to their wedding. I think he's gotten married since then. I wasn't invited to his wedding. Our mutual. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, our mutual friend Katie got married, and I wasn't invited to her wedding. And I like, yeah. I didn't take offense to that. We hadn't hung out for like two years at that point.
1: Right. So it's like, why the the fuck would I be?
0: Yeah. I haven't been part, I haven't been part of her life all through meeting and dating and whatever this person. So why would I be part of that celebration? Because I haven't been part of watching that grow. Like it doesn't.
1: I'm telling you, weddings are are fucking weird. So anyways. Yours is going to be here
0: in like a couple of weeks.
1: I know. I'm freaking out. I'm having a lot of emotions. Thanks for listening to this. All right. Yeah, we hit an hour, so. And I'm just like, thanks for listening to me Uh, talk about what a shitty person I used to be. <laughs> this is like confession. <laughs> this is my confession. All right. I
0: can't handle this anymore. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. bye.